This is the 217 Recovery Podcast with Corey Winfield. You know, when people like reach out and ask for help and it's something as simple as, hey, shipping her a box of tampons. The one thing about this girl is she's never asked me for anything. She may have hinted about tampons. June 25th, 2020, it is the 217 Recovery Podcast. My name is Corey Winfield, and on the phone joining me is a very, very special guest. First time we've ever had her on, and it's her first podcast. She's so nervous, but I think she's going to do great because we're just chilling, talking about recovery. Jewel, how are you? I'm good, Corey. How are you? Nice. I'm doing great today. Yes. I didn't drink awesome. or anything. Oh, me either. So we're, we're in good company together. Hell yeah. This but is no, awesome. I, I will tell the story about how I came across you and how you got to be on the podcast today. Uh, I was on Facebook and one of our, there's like, there's 217 Recovery on Facebook and there's the 217 Recovery fa- fan page or something. And then there's like the Facebook, there are the 217 Recovery recovery family. There's, I don't know. But someone reached out there and they're like, hey, you know, look at this. And they shared the flyer. And I was like, oh my, I was like, this is awesome. Like we are looking for events to be at because we want to be at events. We like to do that. And so I tracked it down. I tracked you down and I said, hey, you know, we'd love to have you on the podcast. And you're like, great. What's the podcast? (laughs) Right. (laughs) I did. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, oh, here's what it is. And uh, you were you sent me flyers, which our flyers are up or your flyers are up on our website now. Two seventeen recovery dot com slash events okay. and that'll take you right to the event right. page and you can check it out and i linked the flyer to you guys's facebook page because i figured you guys are pretty active on your facebook so if people do have questions about the event that we're about to talk about then you know they can reach mm-hmm. out to you and you know it'll be a good time and there's a connection in there too and i almost reached out to justin who is the head um well not the head but he's the preacher at freshwater church in coloma and that's where i attended church for a while oh. and I thought man I bet Justin because he told me he started at Pawpaw so I thought man I bet he's got oh connections God. and he knows people mm-hmm. so if I could reach out to him then reach out to them and I'm like well let me just reach out to them but yeah it's a small oh that world. is so and, cool yeah I've done freshwater here and actually I'm on their staff also at freshwater here in Pawpaw nice so that's weird that you went to go- yeah wow yeah. that's cool <laughs> and Justin's a big fan of 217 recovery he supports us and you know Sweet. I had many talks with Justin about, you know, my recovery. And at at that time it was Rocky recovery, but I wasn't giving up. And that's something that's very important. No, if you're in early recovery, you can't, you know, you're going to get many doors slammed in your face. Even when you're have a year or 10 years, you know, you're going to get doors slammed in your face and it's just, you got to get, I agree. You got to get back up and go around them, you know, and figure out, okay, that door is not for me, which one is. And, you know, you would find your purpose. Yeah, exactly. I'm telling that to everybody. Find your purpose. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, you were asking me about 217 recovery. And, you know, if this was a you know, my full time job and if I got paid for it, and I said, no, no, I don't I don't get paid. For, not anything yet. But um, mm-hmm. we'll turn that around and it's all going to happen in God's time and how he wants it to happen. And there's some things in the works exactly. with, you know, transportation and getting people to and from N.A. meetings and A.A. meetings and. It'll work out how it's supposed to, but this is something that I did because I was in radio for 20 years. And when I was in my last treatment center, I was in room 217. 
And the talks that we had uh. in, in that room were so moving to me, just me and two other guys. And we would sit in that room at night and we would talk and we would process our day. And I feel like I learned a lot in that room and we played a lot of wow. games, a lot of games, <laughs> you know, and you're in a wow. place for two or three months. You, you got to spice it up. So people would always <laughs> you joke something, yeah. and they were like, oh, it's just those 217 guys, you know, so they kind of like labeled <laughs> us as that. And when I got out, um, I needed to find my purpose. And one thing I didn't do when I was in radio and I loved radio is I didn't drink while I was on the air. That's one thing that I put above drinking. You think it would be like my family or my cat or my girlfriend. Nope. I didn't put any of that mm-hmm. above it. You know, and it was, the, it's the addiction. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that I loved more than getting a buzz was being on the radio. So I figured I would turn mm-hmm. into a podcast and people have been telling me for years, Corey, you need to do a podcast, but I didn't know what to do it about. And then I thought, mm-hmm. okay, I'll do it about recovery. But then when I got out of treatment, I had three months clean, you know, like who am I to be talking about recovery? Well, I can talk about mm-hmm. my recovery and my journey and my path. Yeah. You know, I'm not telling people what to do, what not to do. I tell them I'm Your not a therapist. Yeah. You know, I'm a professional radio mm-hmm. broadcaster. You know, that's, that mm-hmm. is something that's I nice. am. <laughs> and if I can share something and deep and true, then, you know, hey, cool. And it helps me. And if it helps other people, which it seems to, then, you know, it's mm-hmm. a win-win. So that's how exactly. the 17 Recovery podcast got started. And we've been going to events and meetings and just all all kinds of stuff, meeting all kinds of great people. And, you know, the word's getting out there about us, and that's that's kind of cool, you know, just mm-hmm. the fact that we want to change the, the face of recovery. You know, we don't want to be hiding in the basements any longer, and we don't think that you need to, you know, look around before you go into a meeting. You know, we should do that proud. And if a family member's hurting, if a family member's suffering, you don't have to push them downstairs, you know, like – Let's get them help. You know, there's nothing to be ashamed of. And society is so long beating us down about how we mm-hmm. need to act and how we need to feel and how we're dirty people or bad. No, we're not. We're not that. Mm-hmm. And we're much more productive. I bet you the last 10 years of your life have been probably the best 10 years of your life. Oh, heck yes. Even through <laughs> my worst days of being clean and sober is better than any day that I had um, being happy, you know, in parentheses, um, hi, if that's such a, a thing. Yes, for sure. And actually amazing. I mean, I had roller coaster ride ups and downs, but I wouldn't trade it for sure. And you started the daily recovery zone, which is kind of a play on your name or was it? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, not, yes, not in my part. Actually, I didn't want my name in it at all, but we were struggling with finding names and I had a crew, you know, people, because I also work with the courts, you know, for the Van Buren County specialty courts as a, a peer recovery mentor and stated, uh, certified for the state of Michigan. And so, you know, I have a lot of, um, I don't want to say clients, but a lot of participants, you know, I draw close to. So I had them help with the name of Recovery Zone. And we kept pulling names and grabbing at names that were already taken. So um, a lady that used to be part of my team, um, I got a hold of her and she actually said, well, you know what, you, you know, you recover every day. And so why not use it spelled different than my last name? You know, it said the same, but it is spelled different. So it's daily recovery zone. So, you know, that's something we do on a daily basis. So I was like, oh, how cool is that? So that's kind of a little background on how we, we got the name. And how, but, did, how did you get started, though? Like what? Because obviously you have a purpose well, to help people. 
Oh my gosh, yes. You know, for so many years, you know, I've destroyed not just my own life, but so many others, you know, um, other mothers with children, you know, I was there you know, their connection, you know, I wasn't just a user, but I manufactured and, you know, you name it, I did it in that world. And it became like a business to me. So I felt the need, you know, I prayed and I was like, Lord, how can I give back? And actually I started um, with the help of Freshwater Community Church. We started an organization called 86meth.org. And when we started that, I kind of became after a few years at a standstill. And I was like, Lord, what is, you know, what is, you know, what is your plan for my life? You know, where do you want me to go from here? Because we were doing fundraising and, and with that organization and giving money back to the community, actually to underfunded programs and um, some of it to the Van Buren County Specialty Courts. At that time, I was in drug court. I went through that myself back in 2010. And so, and then we were going into the schools and do, doing prevention and awareness with students. And I just was at a standstill and I kept praying and, and um, I started a, a meeting called the Recovery Room and that's just a peer-ran support group. And once I got in there and I was like, you know, we don't have, in Van Buren County, you, we don't have places that we can go and call home. And that's what I longed for, you know, a place that I could go into and just instead of hitting the dope house or, you know, um, hitting the streets, you know, I needed a safe environment that I can go and be with like-minded people. Um, so I was like, man, we need something. And God just laid it on my heart. And he's like, this is what, you know, this is what you are supposed to do. And I said, okay, Lord. And I just started, I started searching. I found a building. I prayed over it for a few years. And, you know, it's funny, God works in mysterious ways because mm-hmm. I'm an eighth grade uh, dropout, um, hit the streets at 16. And then I became that hustler and survivor because I was raised in a physically, mentally abusive home. And, um, I've always, you know, been that hustler and survivor. And then when I was put into the program um, back in 2010, because I've been in and out of, you know, the core system, K-pop, many different programs. And I was always successful at completing things, but never, ever changed my life. So I'd always go right back to what I know, you know, that was using and abusing. And um, through that time, um, through the program, I actually learned the difference because I prayed. I said, Lord, why this time around? I have four children. I didn't raise my first two. I drugged my second two through hell. You know, wh- why this time around, you know? And he, he made it so clear to me because I go around and I speak, you know, and do a little bit of motion, motivational speaking. And he made it so clear to me that before I just was abstinent. On probation, I was made to be absence of the drug. I laid it down long enough, but I never learned a new lifestyle. I never learned a program of recovery, you know. And for me, you know, back in the day, it was like, okay, you go to AA and NA, which is nothing wrong. I'm a 12-stepper. But I learned one thing this round, this go-around was like I learned that recovery is different for, for everybody, mm-hmm. and you have to find what works for you. So I was like, wow, we need more because we didn't have anything in Van Buren County. You know, we didn't have smart recovery. We didn't have the recovery room. We didn't have. And I was like, we need these things. I realized that, you know, I need it. And and there's other people starving to find their path, their journey. And um, so God just laid it on my heart to open a facility. And, you know, it was bam, 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 right in a row. I mean, you wouldn't believe the things that he put in place. I started with nothing, no money. I'm like, Lord, I lost a dear friend um, named Tori at a young age, and she left two little boys behind. 
And actually, I mentored her, and she overdosed on heroin, and they found her in her bed. And I said, it's time for me to make a move, Lord. It's time. And um, so I seen a building, so I'd been praying over this one building. And I was like, this is going to be my building. I prayed for two years, and, hmm. and I said, it's time, Lord. So I see driving by, I seen another building. And I was like, that's, that's it. I'm just going to step out in faith. I have no money. <laughs> I'm going to mm. step out in faith. And he provided, I have not had to pay anything out of pocket, which I was willing to. And, you know, I don't make a lot of money, but I said, Lord, if it takes what I have, I'm raising my two kids, I will do it, you know. And we came into the building and opened the doors in May. So we've been open a year this past May. Nice. And people are just coming up out of nowhere, you know, I, we were short $200 of our rent. I had a, a guy call me and he says, I've been praying. I got a substantial raise in, in, at work. And he says that my wife and I have been praying and we want to give you $200 a month. And I was like, oh, my God, I might just about hit the floor. You know, I was like, that's what I've been praying for, because we actually the um, courts had um, said, we'll, we'll help donate some of the rent or sponsor you on some of the rent. My church stepped up, Freshwater, and, um, you know, people have just been coming out of the woodwork to help. And then we worked toward our nonprofit, and I had a nonprofit less than four months and paid nothing for that. Tell me that isn't God, because I know nothing about paperwork. <laughs> I'm an eighth grade, edu- you know, eighth grade education, and he's, he, I have amazing board. God is just all over this. And we've been opening the doors, and we offer multiple paths of recovery. It's just, it's, it's so unreal. I'm just, I'm floored. You know, I never thought when I go walk into work, I'll be sitting next to judges. They're like, I'm used to standing in front of them. You know, I mean, many times, you know, I've been on the run for a couple of years. I mean, I was so deep in my addiction. I had a beautiful home in 35 acres. And my first hit, I walked away like it was nothing. I was living in a camper making meth. I was running my kids through the woods. I was eight months pregnant opening in hydrous tanks back then, you know, that was a big thing by myself in the dark. I mean, I was crazy. (laughs) I was crazy. But, um, you know, to turn my life around, you know, and to be sitting next to um, people that, you know, were chasing me at one time. They're like, oh, my God, Joel, you were like, (laughs) you know, you were so wanted at times. And it's just crazy to be on this side of the fence. I'm truly a miracle, like everyone is, that wakes up clean and sober. You know, Um, my kids, I've I've built relationships with them. But this place, we, we pretty much everyone says we live in the recovery zone because I'm here when the doors open at, you know, anywhere from 6 to 9 in the morning. And sometimes I'm home, me and my kids go home at 10 o'clock at night. But um, we eat, live, breathe, recovery. And, you know, one time my, my youngest said to me, they're like, Mom, man, we are like recovery babies. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, it beats the alternative. And they're like, yeah, Mom, we remember when you walked funny and strangers would be in the house that we didn't know. We didn't know if they were there to hurt us or what they were there for. You know, um, methamphetamine was my, you know, my drug of choice. And it definitely was my, my demon. If I wasn't using it, I was, you know, uh, manufacturing it 24-7 for, you know, 14 years or more. So um, life is crazy. It takes its toll, that's for sure. And for for you to pull yourself out of it and then, you know, ask for for help from God, you know, I think that that was huge too. And Mm -hmm. it's it's such a a turning point in when you realize that, you know, just staying away from the drug and just not using the drug – 
that doesn't work, you know. When you when you realize no. that I have to dive in, <laughs> otherwise it's not going to happen. Put that work in. Yep. And <laughs> exactly, people, and I never put the work in. See, mm-hmm. I call it put the fun in because nobody likes work. Yeah. Well, oh, I don't like work. <laughs> I know, right? You know, <laughs> I might start using that. That's good, you know, because you say work you, a lot of times for someone that's, you know, f- coming from years of addiction. Mm-hmm. And like you said, that might scare them away. Like work, what the <laughs> You gotta oh, put no. in the work if you want it. No, you gotta put in the fun if you want it because it is fun, and it is fun. We laugh now, and we the bills that we have and the things that that do we pray about it. You know, if we can't make it, and it, it's mm-hmm. amazing how God just puts stuff right in your way. You he know, shows up. it's crazy mm-hmm. how the things can just happen one after another. And you know, when we talk to people, and I'm sure you've told people this too. You know, it gets better and. To be just trusting mm-hmm. in God and don't worry about it. Just give it to God and go about your day. Mm-hmm. And you'll be surprised that yes. how nine times out of ten, it'll take care of itself. And the old us, it we have will. to get rid of. We have to get rid of that guy who, I don't want to open the bill because it's there and then I'll see it. And I'll just go drink. I'll, it, the bill's 150 right. bucks. I only got 90 yes. You know, I might as well just drink it up. Right. My lecture's so getting cut off anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's horrible thinking. But when you're in addiction, mm-hmm. we're more worried about, well, how am I going to get the alcohol than we we are about, well, how's this heat going to get turned on? Or, you know, like you said, you're living in the woods, it's, you know, like mm-hmm. if you yeah. go back and talk exactly. to yourself, you'd be like, what are you doing? Jewel, stop. <laughs> so, oh, my gosh. I know. I'm, I'm so like blown away. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I mean, I had, you know, I really did thought I had it going on. So I took that first hit and I was like off and running. I, I just, when I look back over those years and, you know, you talk about, you know, I, ha- I have to be humble because let me tell you this, this stuff, it was fun getting in recovery. I had to deal. It was like some work because I had to deal with a lot of stuff that I didn't want to deal with. You know, I started using, once I used, I kept using to mask a lot of stuff, childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was a lot, but I had to, I did, I had to put some work in, but it was, when I look back, it was, it wasn't, like that, it wasn't hard. You know, once I got with some the people that God wanted in my life, the counselors, the sponsors, my church. But, you know, when you said I had to learn to be humble because when I came in, I was like, I started out at Freshwater. Thank God for them. They, they hired me. Um, also, Rhino Media hired me. I was living on $50 a week. You know, that's what, so, you know, I had to be doing some hustling because, (laughs) and I was stealing electricity and everything else, you know, it goes along with that life, you know, but, um, they just come up beside me and loved me, you know, and I was like, I felt that love that I so needed and so wanted. And I was humble. I said, Lord, if you have me cleaning toilets, I clean toilets for a long time, you know, and I said, if that's what you have me do, then I'm going to do that. But I know you have more for me in store, but I'm going to do this (laughs) Mm -hmm. until, you know, you show me and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it it just, it really, every day I'd go and I would pray. And it's funny because the church is across the street from the building that, you know, I thought God had planned for me. So every day when I was cleaning, I would stand in the doorway there and pray over that building for two years. And I had, they let me have a meeting in there twice a week, the recovery room that I started. And, um, you know, people would come into the recovery room and they would be like, I would tell them my vision for two years, you know, and they're like, we're going to do this. And so many times we'd get let down because he would promise me, you know, yeah, you guys can move in. And this went on for like two years. And finally, you know, I was like, we got to make a move, but people stood, you know, stood right beside me and said, we'll support you. And, and here we are. I mean, and now we're having, you know, this big event and, and, you know, 
every day, you know, I get up and I start my day with prayer and then my meditation. I am a 12 stopper. You know, I, I love my NA meetings and um, I love all meetings. I support all recovery. And that's what the place, the zone is a place, you know, we are building a recovery community that is so needed here in Van Buren County. And um, so we come together and we do um, outreach. We help um, do community service, which is a program that I run here in Van Buren County. And um, we offer that. We offer many uh, avenues of recovery. Like I was mentioning some of the, the names that we run out of here. You know, we do Smart Recovery, NAAA's um, Recovery Room. Um, we have another one coming in called Double Trouble in Recovery. So that's what the main goal here was for people to have a safe place. We have a pool table, um, a treadmill to come in, feel at home and a place that they can explore multiple paths of recovery to find what will best work for them. And also we have tons of resources we work with. Actually, I work with uh, United Christian Services with Allison um, Outreach there. We give out food or they do actually weekly. They have clothing and I just work real close with them. You know, they send people my way and I send people their way. So kind of a neat thing that we have going on. And you guys are in Pawpaw, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Pawpaw, Michigan. Yes. And you're easy to find, right? <laughs> like, yes. Because it's not very big. If we want big, we go to Kalamazoo, which has the Alano Club, and they do amazing things over there as well. About 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes away. But, yeah, we're easy to find. We're right downtown Pawpaw. Okay, so that's not even, like, even, like, for people in Hartford or, you know, down that way, it's mm-hmm. not really that bad of a trip you know especially if you're gonna hang out and have some fun yeah. and play some pool catch a meeting yeah you know? yep we have people from south haven um even people from a little past coma come in so we're kind of right yeah in the center there yeah i mean now, i would love to open another facility over that way like south haven area mm-hmm. but we'll see where god leads me <laughs> yeah, well hopefully that that can happen and you know places pop up all over yeah. and Mm-hmm. I was told to never, never dream small, <laughs> you know, like if you're going to have a dream, right. dream big. And that's what I've been doing. And right. It's been working out. So it's, it's nice. amazing. So, yeah. So this event you have coming cool. up, the event mm-hmm. that I saw the yeah. flyer for, and I thought, man, this is awesome. It's the daily recovery mm-hmm. zone rally, right? The recovery it's the first rally. annual recovery rally, 2020. Oh. Yep, recovery rally, 2020. Mm-hmm. Jewel. Okay, mm-hmm. I have to. I have to say this. I'm not being mean. <laughs> so don't think I'm picking on okay. you. Okay. The first. Okay. Not, it, then you can't have a first annual. Why have, not? <laughs> because it's impossible. It's inaugural. I have a Facebook page called okay. the first annual boycotters <laughs> who boycott all first annual events. Like, but I'm not boycotting this event. And I, my girlfriend, I saw it. And my girlfriend looked at me. She's like, honey, be nice. I was like, but it's first annual. She's like, don't say anything. I'm like, I have Tell to. her I love her. She's <laughs> okay, so do we just call it Recovery Rally 2020? <laughs> not just, all our flyers have the first annual one there. <laughs> Stop. I love her. Tell them you're not sick on me already. <laughs> she's like, it's not that big a deal. I'm like, together. Well, yeah. <laughs> But no, and it, oh it's, it's going to be amazing, though. It's in September, <laughs> September 19th. Yeah. And it's yes, gonna... Lord willing and coronavirus willing. Hopefully the COVID allows us. Yeah. Oh, it will. We will. 
It'll be fine. Oh, I, get, I know, right? I'm claiming it. Yeah, I'm coming anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Sweet. Oh, are you going to be there? Hell really? Yeah. We're going to yeah, see you? Yeah. Yeah, hopefully you'll let us set up a little tent and we can do our podcast oh, from there. And Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, we, this we is look cool. We look really professional. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it already. <laughs> I tell you, you're just talking about time <laughs> machines and first annual stuff. Then you're like, well, I shouldn't have invited those guys. <laughs> People are going to come up to you. Is no, that, you're... The 217 guys, are they, are they on drugs? They're talking about yeah. time machines. And who knows you're still recovering. They're on drugs. Yeah, they're talking about some crazy stuff no. over there. <laughs> no, you are welcome. No, this is exciting. Yeah, I'm trying... I, can I add you to one of our flyers, son, that you're going to be there? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, heck yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm down now. Yeah. All right. Well, so it'll, even if the <laughs> corona pops up, we're coming. I mean, it's... Okay. We're, we on it. I'm good. Yeah, we said it on okay. the podcast. We're we're committed. We'll be there. We love going to <laughs> events like that. I love it. And you know, I grew up okay. in Coloma, so I'm pretty familiar with the area. Yeah, you were seeing that, okay? And I lived in yeah, Kalamazoo I... for a couple of years, so you know, I'm pretty familiar with the area. And I think it's very oh, important, that's right? Okay, you said Coloma, so and I'm I hoping love... we have a lot of people from Kalamazoo. Good. And hopefully mm-hmm. there's going to be more and more. And hopefully there's just so many people coming. You're like, hey, I can't fit any more people in here. Hopefully. Yes. Yes. That's our goal. We we do have uh, quite a few venues coming in as well. We have Ban coming in, Families Against Narcotics. Yep. Um, we have Van Buren Community Mental Health coming, um, Van Buren Substance, um, Substance Abuse Task Force. We have a Celebrate Recovery Oasis, Oasis Ministry. We'll have a booth. Um Cope Network will be there, so. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be fun. And you have a lot of entertainers. Um, one of them. Yes. You're probably really excited about Drew. Yes. Yes. I am ex- extremely re- excited. Drew is coming. Um, he's amazing. Um, he was in active addiction 25 years, 22-year IV user, uh, he has, like, I think, four and a half years in recovery. He's a public figure, um, as obviously, with 117,000 followers. So, yes, he is one of my favorites coming in. They're all my favorites. I've uh, Like Andrew Hagar and Rachel Savage, his fiance, are coming in. I've watched him since he probably started making videos. Um he, I talked to him quite a bit. He has quite a few years, too. And then I just actually had met Erin um, Quinlan. Well, I haven't met her, but I talked to her on the phone. But she is another one out there in the recovery world just doing amazing things. Um, she's a local um, interventionist, uh, outreach manager, and treatment professional. She, she's rocking it, too. Um, what else we have on? Oh, Chicago Hope Dealers is coming in. Jonathan and Myra. She does her, uh, I think she does her, um, what do you call them, tones that she writes. Um, they both do, um, oh, Andrew actually has the thing he does with the blameless children. Um, Jonathan has five years clean. Uh, he helps individuals over there, I think, in around Chicago area um, get into treatment. He spreads the message of hope. They work with the law enforcement as well, um, him and Myra both. And then we have Aaron Spaulding. Oh, I love his work. He has um, a lot going on, too. He does the uh, Through the Eyes of an Addict mm-hmm. um, with his ministry on uh, social media. 
Um, I had his stuff written down too, but I don't know what I did with that. He has, I don't even know, he has a, quite a bit of clean time as well. Um, he works for some recovery um, facility. I was looking for his information he'd give me, but he is another amazing guy that we have coming. I follow him, and actually he has some uh, every night at 10 o'clock on Zoom. He has meetings. I attend those too. Hmm. And yeah. if people wanted to get to those meetings, uh, they would just hit you guys up on Facebook or – yeah, actually, check us him. out. Yes, look Aaron Spalding up um, on his uh, page, or um, also you can go to the Zone website, or not the website, but our Facebook. But we do have a website too. But you'll find the meetings usually on our Facebook. Okay, and then what about comedian Jonah Frick? Oh yes, um, he was another one. He is actually, I want to say, out of Kalamazoo. He has, what did he tell me? Um, I'm trying to find his information. I thought I was prepared for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, he has quite a few years, actually, um, clean. I think he was over six. Where did my information go? I'm just lost now. He started talking to me. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll give you um, some credit. It's the first annual. Stop. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> 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 Jonah is out of Kalamazoo. He has um, quite a few years playing. He's been doing um, his uh, comedy acts for four years, a little over four years. Um, he is another one that is amazing. Um, he actually is a 12-stepper um, in recovery for long term. So I haven't met him actually, but I have a lot of people that are friends with him and gave him good recommendations. So we will be having him come in. Hell yeah. I'm so excited. I am too. I, I'm just like, we have a lot of work to do, but we also, it's family oriented. So we will be having lunch. We will have a couple of bouncies outside for children. Um, we're flying a couple of these people in and they're going to stay actually a couple nights with us. So we can actually go around Kalamazoo and um, hit some of the meetings. To Hell kind yeah. of surprise people. Uh-huh. So they're going to hang out with me Friday and Saturday night after the event. So I'm excited. Hell yeah. You can come up to Traverse City. <laughs> hey. <laughs> no, it's actually, it's really pretty Love then. It. <laughs> and it's more October, uh, I guess. I don't know. It's, yeah, I have, I've been up there a couple of times. But nothing to do recovery related or anything like that. I don't remember what I was up there for, but the recovery, it was pretty. The recovery community up here is, is amazing too. Is it? it? Yeah, it really is. And um, I don't know. This whole coronavirus thing though is is taking a lot of people out, unfortunately. And mm-hmm. you know, oh, when when they stop has. working, they're getting six hundred bucks a week, you know, or seven twenty or whatever it is, and they don't have to work and I'm just, I probably, I thank God that I wasn't in active addiction cause I would have died. I almost drank myself to death already. And my liver shut down, kidneys shut down. So uh, imagine if I would have had, you know, 600 bucks a week coming in, it would have been, Oh, it would have been over. Oh, on top of it. Oh yeah. yeah for been, sure. Been over. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you know, I pray for people. Yeah, that that's one thing there. I never had was money. And yeah. Me yeah. too, because that free money, like you said, 
I mean, oh, I'd have been in like thought I'd have been in heaven, <laughs> but like you said, I'd probably been dead. <laughs> yeah, and I work for, for sure. a, I work for okay. a treatment center uh, to keep me sober. <laughs> you know, I kind of do that on the side, and you know, they pay me some money sometimes. But like, I do that, and I I see the people coming in, and you know, more and more now are like, yeah, man, COVID got me. You know, like not the COVID, but the actual you know, Hey, stay at home. Don't go yeah. anywhere. You know, the isolation and the money being in the bank, mm-hmm. that's what they mean. You know, the COVID got them, you know, and right. Not the actual virus itself, but yeah. So, the I mean, money I've, and the, like you mm-hmm. said, depression falling into place with people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And are you familiar with well. the U, U fam rally? No. I have to get you tied in with them. Um, that's a big rally rally yeah. that happens uh, the Thursday after yours. Uh, it's in Lansing, and they do it on the lawn of the Capitol building just oh. to kind of show the yeah. politicians that, hey, hello, <laughs> we're right here. We got votes. You know, mm-hmm. like you, you can't ignore right. us, and, you know, you can't. Can't, you can't solve the addiction problem by just locking people up. You know, like you said, you know, yeah, you could you could stay sober for a minute, but you weren't getting the treatment. You mm-hmm. weren't getting that what you needed and you know maybe it's because you weren't ready you know i heard that a lot too you know people tell me you just weren't ready but to have a helping hand and to show people hey you know let's get out there and let's have some fun and that's something i've always done uh, in my recovery but i've done tons of it <laughs> this last year and a half and it's it's just been a blessing it really has you know we can jump in a car and, and we would drive 30 40 minutes to a meeting we would we would not hit the meeting in town just so we could drive 35 minutes away and talk, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And those were the mm-hmm. the things that I miss most about, you know, I lived in sober living, uh, managed a sober living house. I mean, it was, it was a good time, you know? And I, in a weird mm-hmm. way, I miss those days. Now I don't miss scrubbing toilets for 20 dudes, but you know, right. I, I, but I miss that bond that we had, you know, of me going to work, coming home. Hey, guys, what meeting we hitting? You know, like, hey, we hit a meeting, come back, mm-hmm. grab something to eat, go to bed, get up and do it again. And some might think that, oh, that's mm-hmm. monotonous. But, you know, on the way to the meetings, we, of course, we'd always play games. And that, that pissed off the old timers, you know, when we were in there. And we would give them, like, I, one time I gave my friend of mine um, something to say. And I told him he had to choose between two songs. He had to read the whole lyrics. And then I would do whatever mm-hmm. he wanted me to do, and so I did. And so he, the songs were um, Benny Mardona's Into the Night. I don't know if you're familiar with that song. No, um, I'm not. Lift you <laughs> up and take you into the night. It's true. Huh? Oh. Okay, but anyway, it starts off with, she's yeah. <laughs> just 16 years old. And it's just, if you watch the video, you'll really, really get creeped out. This 40-year-old dude chasing oh, down really? this 16-year-old. Yeah, and the dad, he comes to the door, and the dad tells him no, and he kind of looks at the camera like, hmm, I'm going to go around the back window. I mean, it's real creepy. You want to check out a creepy video, and like people oh. still love that song. So that was one of them. And the other song was, I'm Rednecker uh-huh. Than You. I don't know if you're familiar with that. No, I'm not familiar with that one, but I can see where you would kind of get some people riled up a little bit. Yeah. But <laughs> so he, when he shared, he had to say, "Oh, um, I was talking to a buddy of mine. This, 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 these lyrics describe it all. You know, this is our friendship." And so he just went through the whole "I'm Rednecker Than You" song, and people were just dumbfounded. And I'm dying. I'm laughing. I've never laughed so hard. My cheeks hurt. 
Um, because it was just so stupid. But you know what? If some, if we have to sit through an old man talking about, well, I was out there trying to fix my tractor today, and I couldn't find a bolt in this and this some bitch and this. If I, man, if I got to sit through that, you can sit through a buddy of mine reading some lyrics to a song because that's what he was told to do. You know, like it, it livened it up. But those. <laughs> those older people just don't understand and don't get it you know that that's our recovery we were having fun and it, yeah you know, we weren't drinking and we, we do a lot easy. of that at the song mm-hmm. yeah i mean if life had to be miserable if you tell a newcomer hey you're in for some misery i mean i'm just be real they're probably going to run right back out that door so mm-hmm. you know um life is like you grow up and you got to work and pay taxes and they no. i mean yeah you know we want to become for that productive member of society but still we you know we still can't lose sight of what life is you know having fun and raising family we do a lot of things like that cookout we just had a, a fishing tournament um we had a midnight meeting um, we're always staying active in the community to let them know. And we're like right in the community doing this. Nice. So, yeah, I, I love it. Um, so I, I, I just want to back up a little bit because I do want to really quick give, you know, credit. Cause I don't, I don't like messing things up, but, um, our Jonah, he has the five years actually, um, wait a minute, no, eight years comedian and 12 years clean and sober so that's pretty cool on um jonah frick's part our comedians um i just wanted to clear that up and and aaron also five years folding he was a 12-stepper he facilitates the cb cbt uh based meetings and he does challenge to change and he's also recovery support specialist works with uh one voice so he has a lot going on and i guess through the eyes of an addict is his personal page so I don't do much of social media, so I'm praying God sends me someone to help with all <laughs> everything on social media. So when you said podcast, I was like, okay, whatever that is, but we're going to do this. <laughs> kind of step out, Joel. Yeah. <laughs> Learn new things. My my daughter tells me all the time, she's like, Mom, you should have got, got a job that doesn't involve the phone because every day she's working on my phone because I do something when I try to do on social media. One time I even had po- something posted and she called me, she says, put your phone down, mom. She says, you just posted something on your story that don't you on there. <laughs> I was like, hurry up, get here. I'm at the zone. You've got to take it off. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm for real. But you know, I'm willing, you know, to learn things that I never did before. If it didn't consist of manufacturing and using, I didn't, I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, I did go and get my GED and, you know, I did become certified for the state of Michigan to mentor, you know, that means sharing my experience, strength and hope and giving that hope to others that recovery is possible with the help of others. What we can't do alone, we can do together, you know, and, and I, I live by that. It takes a team and, but society today is so much different. Our courts are awesome now. I went through the program, um, drug court program, and I had a judge look at me and I think that day, I remember, it was 10 years ago, and I remember it like it was yesterday. He told me, he looked at me when nobody else believed in me. Family gave up on me. He says, I, I see what you are going to do. I believe in you, and I know you're going to do great things. I almost felt like someone that really, really knew my past, which was the record, you know, mm-hmm. you know, a felon always on the run and doing things. So for him to look at me in the courtroom, instead of, slamming the hammer down and saying, you know, okay, you're on probation or you're going back to jail. He looked at me and said, I believe in you. 
and I have faith in you and you're going to do great things. And those words stuck with me. And it was almost like I didn't want to let them down. I was like, wow, someone that don't know me and what they do know is my history, you know, and my own family, you know, doesn't believe in me. This is, you know, this something's going on in here. And I mean, it's, those words rang in my, you know, because I never heard anyone say, not even my own, you know, mom saying, I'm proud of you or I believe in you, you know, and to hear those words is what I needed and to learn, learn how to live clean. And it's, it's one day at a time, you know, and um, life is, life is so good today. Yeah. Hope, inspiration, you'll find your purpose. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's, it's just exactly. that easy, but you don't know who you're going to find it from. You know, like you said, the judge and no. when you went in there that day, you had no idea what that man was going to say to you was going to yeah. change your life and give you hope. No. And I was high as a kite in front of him and he still believed in me. He says, this is going to change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, you never know. You just never know. Never know. And, and we have to be those, that person as well to inspire somebody else because you just never know who's watching. Yeah. I used to get really uh, not involved, but I used to really look at the numbers and how many people were listening and, you know, this and that. And then I, I got an email. And it, was, it was weird. God works in mysterious ways. I got a, you know, I told the story before on the podcast, but I got an email from a guy, his name is Kevin, and he's now a 217 recovery ambassador. You know, he's out there spreading the word for us, and we, we love Kevin for that. But he's, you know, sent an email, and he was mm-hmm. from St. Louis, Missouri, and he said that he was on iHeartRadio, and he looked up, you know, recovery podcasts, and we popped up, and he listened to us, and he, he loves us. You know, so that mm-hmm. wow. is how I started measuring am I being successful or not? Not if I had 10,000 listeners, 5,000 or I, you know, I do think it's awesome that right. people in like New Zealand listen to us all the time and you know, other countries. I think that's pretty cool, mm-hmm. but it's not, mm-hmm. it's not on a million people listening. It's on that one guy who was looking for it and found it. And yeah, you know, Kevin, he's got some time under his belt, like five, six years. And you know, he still listens and he, and he loves it. And He'll email me from time to time, and you know it's, it's always those times when I need it too, where I'm like, "Man, we're doing four mm-hmm. shows a week, and oh, yeah, just I, I live twenty four seven recovery, which hey, not a bad thing." And people people probably think we're crazy, Jewel. <laughs> They're like, "These guys are just <laughs> nuts now." They went from one extreme to the other. Yeah. Well, that's how that's how we yeah. do it. <laughs> Your prediction. That's all that's we know. It's true. <laughs> Uh-huh. It is. We're either one way all in or all out. It's just like, yep. just get out of our way. <laughs> and when please. someone mentioned recovery, that's right. Just move over. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you're not <laughs> on my plan, <laughs> you're not a part of my plan. I just keep on going because I got stuff to do, you know, and I am telling, Hey, I had to tell, I had to tell someone I was in a relationship with when I first came in recovery, I would have never survived if I didn't. I said, this train is rolling this way and you're either with me or you're not taking me down because I, I, first of all, I don't want to die and I'm about to go to prison and I don't want to go there. And, you know, they came along for a short while and they just couldn't. And at 46, he took his last hit and, and died with congestive heart failure. You know, it's so sad, but I tried. But at that point, I could only carry myself, you know, and lead by example. And mm-hmm. like you said, you know, I'm rolling. <laughs> You're either with me or watch out. <laughs> yep, this is where I'm going now. I'm full fledged, full forward, just. Yeah. I have to be. Yeah. And yeah. And it's definitely with God on my side, you know, he's before me. So 
they, like that song, let go of the wheel, let Jesus take the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, so if we go to a meeting together, maybe I'll stay down there a couple of days, and I'm gonna have you read those lyrics. <laughs> Okay. I, I'll, I'll have you pick between that yeah, and another song. <laughs> we'll do it two seventeen recovery style. <laughs> They're gonna be like, who invited these guys and they brought their tent? <laughs> <laughs> right, they brought, the, brought this crazy blonde in recovery. <laughs> like, they they look like they're a radio station. Do they know they're not? Like, what are they doing over there? <laughs> oh my lord. <laughs> It'll be fun. <laughs> well, cool. Yeah, well, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's going to be great. It's the 19th of September, which is a Saturday, 11 to, what was it, 4? Yep, starts at 11 to 5. 11, 11 to 5. 5. We're also going to have some raffles. We're going to have a 50-50, so you get half the pot if you you know, if you know, buy some tickets and you got the t- one of the tickets. And we're going to have a lot of good stuff, a lot of fun stuff going on, some giveaways. And, yeah, just come out, plan on having a, a great day with recovery. Um, if you can, we're going to start, I think on Friday, like I said, I'm, I'm flying in some things. I think most of them are coming in Friday evening. So, and staying till Sunday morning. So nice. Yeah. Come hang out. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I'm for real. So what pa- uh, Papa, oh. what recovery is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then you see us and you'll be like, Oh no, <laughs> no, don't let them in. Oh no. <laughs> My girlfriend probably wouldn't even come on the trip. She'd be like, mm-mm, nope, not Corey in public. That's too much. Oh, no. <laughs> She's loving the COVID. She's like, I can get to keep them in here. Let's <laughs> just tell her she can come and she can hang out with me. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's going to be a great I'm time, I'm pretty though. crazy myself, so yes, it is. I'm really excited. We got a great crew coming in. So yeah. September 9th, 11 to 5 p.m., that's Freshwater Church in Pawpaw, Michigan. It's the yep. first September annual <laughs> recovery. The daily recovery <laughs> zone presents the recovery rally 2020 drew Hicks, Chicago hope dealers, mm-hmm. Aaron Quinn, the name is Quinlan. I don't know how to say her name. Quinlan and Aaron Quinlan. <laughs> Quinlan. Yeah. Uh, Andrew yeah. Hager and Rachel Savage and yep. Aaron Spaulding and Jonah Frick. They're all going to be there. 217 Recovery is going to be there. What more yep. do you want, really? I mean, Jonathan with Rich, and Myra Mead from the Chicago Hope Dealers as well. And I do have to say it is $8 at the door, but no addict or anyone in recovery turned away. We will not turn anyone away, but that helps with um, some of the costs of that day's event and what is left we i mean we will put toward our second annual recovery rally we can have a second one right <laughs> the second annual would be the the first great annual oh. or the, that's the first time uh, you can uh, use an annual <laughs> oh is it okay mm-hmm. so the second one will be the first one yeah, you know well, what that does make sense now that you said it that way kind of <laughs> We got your inaugural, and, and that's the, the first kicking it off. Okay, that's the first. That's the, so we'll say the kickoff recovery rally 2020, and next year will be our first one. Yeah, then it'll be your, you know, the annual. Like <laughs> oh no, Jewel, you hurt we are me. Not, we are not good together. So maybe we are. We're gonna have so much fun. <laughs> We are. <laughs> we are for sure. Oh my goodness. I am so excited. Yes. <laughs> it's just bad. I gotta wait till September. I'm ready to meet all you guys in person, like beforehand. This is gonna be so cool. 
Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Don't make me drive drive up there. <laughs> <laughs> we might. We might throw something next month. Who knows? Right? <laughs> Road trip. Yeah, <laughs> half my half of my people can't go because they're all in the court system. But hey, we can look ahead. <laughs> yeah, well, two seventeen recovery rides will come yeah, pick you up. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, but we would, we would, we would. I'll put in for passes and a day pass, and we would be there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fun. And if you need more info on the event, <laughs> 217recovery.com slash events, go to our event page and it's there and a link to the Daily yeah. Recovery Zones. Facebook page is there and any info you need, Jewel will be yep. more than happy to answer through her daughter because her daughter will have Love to fix you. it through her phone, through her social media because <laughs> Jewel's not a big fan. So yeah, but it, it, she will, she'll write back eventually. I mean, look, she got on our show. So I'm that, working on it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jewel. Well, it was a pleasure Thank having you. you on, and we'll have you on again uh, uh, as the event yes. gets closer and closer. Gets and, closer. Yeah. Thank you for having us, and thank you for supporting us and helping us get the word out there. And I just really appreciate all that you do and your service to for us in recovery. Oh. Well, thanks a lot, and I appreciate you taking the time yeah. and looking forward to it. Yep, sounds good. Thank you. All right, Jewel. Talk to you later. All right. Okay, bye. bye. <laughs> Jewel, she was so funny. She was so nervous to do a podcast. That was her first podcast ever. And she, like she said, she didn't know what a podcast was. She was like, oh, yeah, I'd love to, but what, what's going on? What's that? What, is it live? People are asking me what's going on. And I told her, no, I mean, it's live. Like, I don't really edit, but she could probably tell the, <laughs> the podcast that much uh, at all, ever. So um, pretty much when I'm done with it, I just publish it and then it goes live. So it's not live because that's really not how podcasts work. But yeah, that was her and I just on the phone now. So anyway, Julie did a great job and I think the event is going to be awesome. Uh, I want people to to tell their friends. So tell your friends about it. It's something that it's definitely worth a trip to Pawpaw. Uh, The Freshwater Church I'm familiar with. It's it's a great, great place. And it's the first church I've ever been to, you know, the one in Coloma, that I didn't feel judged, and I could say, "Hey, you know what? I, I'm in recovery. You know, I used to be addicted to alcohol. I I can't drink it, and I was not judged one bit. And actually, uh, the preacher said, "Hey, you know what? Here's here's my deal." And other people in the church were, "Hey, this is my deal." You know, like nobody was judging anybody on you know the things they did in their past. It was right there, right now, and you know it was it was a good place. So that's cool that. You know, this event's happening at Freshwater and Pawpaw. So looking forward to it. Like I said, you want more on the event, hit up the event page. You can see the flyer of who's going to be there, 217recovery.com slash events. Make sure to share the podcast with everybody that you know who may be in recovery or thinking about it. Uh, we were just reviewed by a website. Those guys from Wichita um, reviewed our our podcast and We'll talk more about that on Saturday's podcast, but that'll do it for today. Appreciate you listening and all the platforms. We're there now. So Pandora, iHeart, Spotify, Apple podcast, Deezer, Google podcasts. You get the point when I say all platforms, but yeah, pick whatever one works for you and keep listening. Appreciate it.